Good morning and welcome to another Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. This is day number 28, and we are in Matthew chapter 7. Good morning, I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is good to be with you again and to dig into God's Word together again. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the beauty and truth and goodness of your word. As we prepare to look at the words of Jesus this morning, we pray that you would speak to us through his words, write his words on our hearts, that we might respond in faith and love and obedience, in joyful worship and earnest discipleship to the words of Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 7. Judge not that you not be judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, Take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give to dogs what is holy. Do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks him for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So, Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness." Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall, because it had been founded 
on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. Mm. A powerful conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount. Broadly speaking, what we can see is that chapter 5 of Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount talks about the godly character of those who are in the kingdom of God, the Beatitudes, and then that deeper application of the moral law of God to our hearts, to our spirits in, in sincerity, which wraps up with be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, which is an echo of what we just heard a couple days ago in Genesis 17, when Abraham was told by God, walk before me and be blameless. You see, God's standard can never be less than the character he himself has because we're made in his image. So chapter 5 lays out for us the godly character required of those who are in the kingdom of God. And then chapter 6 really lays out for us the kind of piety, the kind of religious devotional uh, life required of those who are in the kingdom of God. And that is we cannot be doing acts of piety and religion to be seen by others because that's not the point of it. But we need to be sincerely Godward in our prayer life and in our tithing and in our fasting. Our hearts need to be consecrated to the Lord. Now, chapter 7 kind of gives us the application of, okay, these are the standards. Now, how are you going to respond? What's your response going to be to these standards? There are two very common responses that Jesus is warning against. One is taking God's holy standard and wanting to apply it to others in judgment rather than applying it to ourselves in repentance. And that's where Jesus begins. You don't take these, these high standards of God's moral character and, and pious life that he requires of those who are in his kingdom. And you say of it, oh, well, this guy over here, he's not measuring up. And that woman over there, she's falling short. And boy, that one, uh, he should read Matthew 6 for himself. This is like when we hear a sermon and we're spending the whole time sort of elbowing our spouse, hoping that they'll get what's in the sermon instead of hearing it for ourselves. So judge not. Don't think hey, let me help you get that speck out of your eye, you sinner. And you got this big old log, you know, that's whacking people in the head as you turn around because you're such blind to your own shortcomings. So we need to take it to heart, not be judgmental. But the other thing that we might do is just be callous and kind of disregard it and say, well, come on, that's totally unrealistic. No one can live up to that standard. Let's just, you know, forget about it. Jesus says, no. You don't do that. Instead, here's what you need to do. Ask, seek, and knock. And your heavenly Father will give you what you need. So if we find ourselves in profound lack of the things that are described in the Sermon on the Mount, we're not meek. We're not gentle and lowly in heart. We're not... We're not kind. We're not merciful. We are coveting 
We are lusting. We are hating. We are doing things for show rather than sincerely to the Lord. And we see in our hearts just this tremendous lack of this righteousness and this devotion to God that we know should be there. Ask God for it. Seek it from God. Knock at the door of heaven and say, I am hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Will you satisfy me? And God will do it. God will answer. God will give you what he requires of you. And he'll do so through Jesus Christ, who is the narrow gate. And we enter eternal life through him. But we have to beware because there are people around who are false prophets and who will tell us, oh, here's the way to have the life you've always wanted. Look at their fruit. See if they're actually bearing in their lives, not to be judgmental, but to be discerning before you follow after a teacher, look at their fruit and see, are they earnestly and honestly trying to bear the fruit that I see displayed here? Is that their heart or are they selfish and arrogant and rude and demanding? In which case you don't follow after people like that because not everyone who says Lord, Lord is entering the kingdom of heaven, but only those who honestly from the heart want to do the will of the Lord. And then the final word is simply, if you hear the words of Jesus, don't ignore them. Build your life on them. Build your life on the person and the work and the righteousness and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because then your life will stand through all the storms of life. Let's pray. Father, keep us from judgmentalism. Father, keep us from callousness and carelessness. Father, give us in Christ the righteousness that we need and help us to build our lives on him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, that's Matthew chapter 7. Tomorrow we're going to continue. It'll be day 29 and we will be back in the Old Testament, in Genesis chapter 19, and looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. Have a blessed day in the Lord.